What's up, game heads? It's Saturday, July 28, 2018, and the boys are back. That's right, after a long break, the Glitch Avengers are reunited, minus Jose, of course, he's in Cali, and we're ready to catch up and give each other shit like long-lost brothers separated at birth. Or, or something like that. Anyways, so much has happened in the last month or so, from E3 announcements in June, to recent movie releases, to shows we've been watching, to losing ourselves in Fortnite till 2 a.m. Joel and I know all about that. And we just can't wait to talk about it. So uh, join us for another episode of Glitch Therapy, episode number 50. Ben, to the birthday battle bus, please. What's up, party people, and welcome to another caffeine-drenched session of Glitch Therapy. As always, I'm your host, Ramondo Burnside, and with me... Joel Gow. And Ben Dupay. Yes, sir Bobby. Whatever that means. <laughs> 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 it's been a while, man. I'm, 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 I'm so fucking jazzed that we get to hang out and talk about some games for a bit. So much has Hell happened yeah. in the last, like, what's been, like, almost two months? It's been too long, man. Man, we got to give them, like, a nice, juicy episode here. Yeah, um, do we do we want to explain to them why uh, we've been on a break? Yeah, give them a little synopsis, man. Like so, uh, so my wife Ariel had a kidney transplant. Uh, they called us. Man, it feels like so long ago. It's only been it's uh, less than two months, but they called us on Friday, the Friday night, a few like four, five, six weeks ago, and they were like, "We have an organ for you guys. Need to come right now." Uh, so we, you know, I was on my way into work and we just packed up and drove out there, man. And, um, it was kind of a flash. They like, they prepped her for surgery and she was in surgery the next day. Um, surgery went really well and they, we, yeah, successful kidney transplant. So awesome. yeah, so cool. So is that Iowa city or? Yeah. Yeah. Iowa yeah. city, which is, we live in Des Moines here. So we're, we are about two hour, hour and a half, two hours from Iowa city. Uh, mm-hmm. So we had to make the drive, and you know, I I stayed at the hospital for a couple of days, and then I got an Airbnb after that, and kind of like just I would stay at the hospital from like 7 a.m. to to like 9 p.m., and then I would go out to my Airbnb and sleep there. So that Man. that was pretty nice to have a place to sleep or whatever. Hell yeah, especially knowing what's happening in the background, like yeah, this man. this this thing that you guys have been waiting for. She's been needing like quality of life shooting through the roof instantly after she got that done. I was like, it's yeah. so awesome to hear about that. Yeah, man. She was so tired all the time, and now she's, like, energetic. Man, I was joking with her. Like, I used to be the morning person in the relationship. Like, I would wake up early, and that would be my time to kind of chill and, like, get my shit together or whatever. <laughs> and now, man, she's up, like, an hour before me, you know, and she's moving around and shit. So Standing over you in bed with a, with a cup of coffee. Like, I know. When you're getting up. Yeah. Are you ready to go? She's Let's she's go. definitely, like, the morning person now. So Full of, full of energy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love it. it makes it's a big difference. It's a very welcome change for, for her. So, no, it's all good, man. So it's all been great. That's uh, what's up, dude. I can't even imagine, like, not, like, you know, obviously, as you get older and testosterone going away and slowly, you know, as you get older and stuff like that, you don't have the energy to do some of the shit you used to do when you're in your 20s and all that stuff. But it's like, I can't imagine something just zapping it just because of, like, just a health reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, it, it's like crazy. sapping it from you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, she, I mean, she's known it her whole life. She, she was born with one kidney, and mm. it's kind of been on the decline her entire life or whatever. And we knew we were getting close to the point where it was like, 
all right, we either have to do dialysis or transplants. And we were fortunate mm-hmm. enough to get the transplant before dialysis was needed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a huge blessing. We found out, like, the, the organ came from, like, a 14-year-old uh, boy who actually got in a car wreck and passed away. Um, so yeah, that's too bad. Pretty crazy. Like, it's just a lot to take in, man. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's super, super huge blessing man yeah much better than dialysis because that that's not really a solution it's just kind of a temporary um treatment well it sucks man like you have to go to the hospital every day at least three times a week they Um, told us once you get yeah once you once you get into it regularly it turns to like three days a week but that's like after a couple a couple months or so yeah and then it's like you're there for several hours yeah better bring a good book yeah, because they basically, this machine does what your kidney does. It cleans your blood. Yeah. So they basically mm-hmm. run all your blood through this machine and put it back in your body. And yeah, um, It's pretty crazy. Yeah, man, she was not really digging that, that no, whole vibe. Not so, to mention, you yeah. got to watch what you're eating and drinking because since, you're, you're, since it's not be able to do the normal job, it's going to make it tougher on you or make it really fucking bad. So you get you can't even eat and drink certain things, yeah. yeah. Because you got to be super careful to make sure it's as clean as possible. And yeah, you know what I mean. It's like a whole and they thing. Have to I put can't a even pour imagine. it in you, and uh, there's all kinds of. Yeah, they have to uh, install like a tube in your stomach that goes to your kidney. It's it's, it's fucking it's nuts, crazy. man. It's yeah. no good. Count your so blessings, man. You know yeah, this is much yeah. better, buddy. Yeah, there. we were very we, man. We thought she had another year or two left on the transplant list. We we did not know she was that close to the top. You jumped they, up, man. They don't really tell you. <laughs> I mean, they can't tell you how high up that you are because they don't know how soon they're going to have an organ or right. if that's going to match you or not so right. it's like just waiting and waiting you know yeah. you're just in limbo waiting and then of course Thanos snaps his fingers and takes out <laughs> half the fucking yeah, people and then you jump, up, you jump up the list yeah that's what happened you got to thank Thanos for this yeah we do, yeah, we must, do. that must be yeah, what I happened think that's what happened we Jose is not here to back that up but you know I'm sure he's listening in California uh clapping his hands and drinking a, a caffeinated beverage yeah probably <laughs> taking it to the dome baby uh yeah well while we're on the topic of her <laughs> kidney transplant though i guess it'd be an all right time to bring up the we started like a gofundme for her uh kidney transplant so uh the meds for the operation are insanely expensive uh yeah, what hap- yeah. what happens when you have a kidney transplant is your body is programmed to treat that new organ like it's uh an invader uh, an invader yeah so so you have to be on meds that kind of crush your immune system they're rejection meds but um but they're like after our insurance plan they're like 500 dollars a month so uh we've started a gofundme to help uh cover the cost of those medications um and all the other hospitals it was an expensive operation it's like a couple hundred thousand dollars before insurance and after they haven't billed us yet but they they gave us an estimate so um mm-hmm. so anyway we started a thing to help cover the cost of that but uh if you want to help donate to that it's located at gofundme.com slash aerial kidney transplant that's a-r-i-e-l kidney transplant uh, and we would greatly appreciate any help on that so yeah. we're about we're over halfway through our goal it's a five thousand dollar goal and we're at 28 $2,800 right now, mm-hmm. so it's pretty awesome, man. We've awesome. been very, very lucky. Whatever you guys can do, uh, tell a friend, tell family, whatever. Whatever you can do is greatly appreciated, so don't think that a small amount is not going to help. Every little bit counts. Yeah, $1 even doesn't matter, or even like a share on Facebook, man, that's that's huge because it yeah, just that, spreads, yeah, spreads spread the, the word. word. Yeah, for so. sure. 
Yeah. So that's all I'll talk about that. I don't want to no, like nag on that too up, long. I think you should bring it up every week that we do a podcast for like as long as you want to, dude. Like, all right, cool. You know yeah, I mean? we're like, gonna keep going until we can try let's, and hit that goal. So let's absolutely. Get her done. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah. What? So to tie it back to gaming real quick, and along with the Ariel and your situation. You got a lot of gaming done while she was in the hospital, dude. Dear God, Because you had to man. sit and wait. And I know you you messaged me here, and they're like, man, I went back through Breath of the Wild and played through the entire thing again. I was like, now, what? When you say like, went you back through about? Breath of the Wild, man, <laughs> holy shit. I was so oh, grateful no. to have a Nintendo Switch in dude. the hospital. Um, so I played through Breath of the Wild. I almost activated every single shrine. I, I Are got. You serious I have right ten now? left. Wow. Um, I played through all the DLC. I played through like everything. So yeah, man, I <laughs> I crushed that game. You need to put like a like a the sound of a drill going off, like get, 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 like somebody's jacking yeah. up the street. That, that's you with the hard hat on at the <laughs> hospital, putting yeah, in man. work, baby. Well, there's nothing to do, and I was there for twenty four, <laughs> you know, twenty four seven for. For over a week, and then yeah. after that, I was at home. She needed twenty-four hour care for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks after that. So I mean, it sure. was just boring as shit, man. And we ran out of stuff to watch, and um, so yeah, I played through Zelda, and I don't think I can ever touch that game again because I'm <laughs> like so. Oh, no. I, I think I ruined it for myself. You a little you bit. broke that game off real something, like yeah. something real proper, man. Like yeah. you need to like loan that game out to somebody or trade it in at this point. I think you're good. Yeah. I think you got your money's worth out of it, though. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Like three times, three times <laughs> three, over. Three times, yeah. Easily three times over. I've actually played a lot of games, though, man. I, I Not even just that. I, I've been replaying Fallout 4 on PC. Mm-hmm. I traded in my mm-hmm. Mac for, for a PC, so I've been PC gaming. Uh, Fallout 4, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas. Not a huge fan of New Vegas, to be honest. It's a it's a divided community. There's a lot of people that are like you know purists of Fallout. They're like, oh, this is an offshoot. It's not as good as the rest. And the people are like, dude, this is better. It just Fallout feels like Red Dead Redemption or something. Which I, you know, a different company did it. You know, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't Bethesda. It's, it's they, Obsidian. They, yeah, they passed but it was it an off open world western themed game though. Is right. what I mean. It's good. Don't get me wrong. At least in my opinion, I think it's good. I didn't get too deep into it when it came out. I think some other shiny objects were off in the distance that yeah, right. took my attention away. But I played it for a while and, and I enjoyed. it. I think Joel, you were playing yeah. it too, weren't you? Well, I have some news about Fallout, which you guys probably already know. Is um, mm-hmm. Miami. Mm-hmm. Fallout, Fallout Miami. Miami. Somebody put a yeah, mod so through. It's going to be a mod, mm-hmm. so probably for PC only. That trailer. For now. No, it is it for PC legit. only. Yeah. So that's actually why I got Fallout 4 on the PC was because I found out about mods. I am going to ask for you guys' help trying to figure out how to activate the mod because I spent some time trying to activate mods on Fallout 4 and I cannot figure it out for the life of me. But, okay. shouldn't um, be too hard. Yeah, Joel um, can probably walk you through it after we're done or something like that. Yeah, but uh, man, that trailer looks fucking cool. I it mean, it's legit. It, so what it does is like it transforms a whole area of the map into into Miami, right? Yep. yep. And adds they they created a new story for it and all that yep, stuff. There's beaches, and then you've got like ferals, you know, getting suntans. Yeah, stuff. with the with the floaties uh, yep. around their waist <laughs> and stuff. Every like, now and again, you went across an old radio, and it has like Will Smith playing Miami on there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, that's, that's not true. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a comedy if it was, though. Yeah, yeah. man, it, it yeah. looks so freaking cool, though, man. It, lo- it looks like it looks like a good time. I, w- I I hope that maybe at some point they'll bring it to the Xbox. But here's what I imagine they'll do: because with Fallout, they have this certain thing that you have to pay for your mods. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that with Skyrim, thank God. That's free on the Xbox, but on mm-hmm. the other one, you have to pay. So yeah, it's like a new. Well, newish thing that Bethesda did with Fallout, where they support mods or whatever, right? But then they f- charge you to buy them 
Oh, really? Kind of stupid. But that's only for the Fallout game. Um, I don't know if it's the same on the PC, but yeah. But it might be worth paying for something like that when it's a full-fledged. Oh like, yeah, I mean when, this when is like DLC. Yeah, yeah, when it's probably it's, done, I'm it's like down a conversion. To pay for that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if it's just a little side thing where it's, you know I'm just gonna it's gonna be a mod where it changes the main character into something else or enemies into something else. That's that's small stuff. That should be in there, but something full-fledged like this, I don't have a problem with them charging you a few bucks oh, for Oh, yeah. Well, Honestly, I, think I feel like this is going to be more popular than Fallout 76, to be honest. Think well, so? Th- they might catch the eye of uh, Todd, you know, and he might actually bring them in and... Like, hey. And yeah. actually make this so that it's playable on You guys want to be uh, consoles. Uh, you guys want to do an offshoot Fallout game next, you know, two years from now and you start working on it? You know, pay them you know, off to the side here. Well, it feels like Bethesda be. has this cool. sort of cycle where they do, like their big game like fallout 4 then they do a smaller game where they kind of repurpose the map like new vegas mm. um and then they trade off and do their skyrim big game well for years it was and skyrim fallout skyrim fallout yeah. skyrim fallout you know but it feels like fallout 76 took the place of what would be fallout mm. new vegas or whatever they didn't make right. a new open world game they decided to go with multiplayer or whatever i'm okay with it i, w- I mean a lot of a lot of people were looking forward to like a traditional fallout yeah. single player game i i <laughs> me being included but you know, this is, it's not terrible. It's not a terrible thing. Well, we'll see. We'll yeah. see what we get. Yeah. Um, I just, my, my main, trying to be optimistic. Con- my mm-hmm. main concern about it is like, I don't want a game where I play like as a single player and build this big settlement and then some dickhead just comes by and nukes the whole thing. Exactly. And it's like, what, yeah. you know, like, I don't want to live in that world, you know, I where feel the same like, way. Like some jer- jerk off is gonna like find a way to nuke everyone and just go around, you know, trolling people or whatever. If they're well. smart, and I'm sure that they're gonna do this, they'll make it so that you have the ability to to play in that world with other people, but also to sec- separate yourself from it if you want to. Well, have a have a PVP yourself. server and a PVE server. PVE, exactly. Yeah, that, that way you know you can play more co-op with your friends. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about being shot. I mean, a lot of other developers do it, so right. why yeah. not? Well, and there's no NPCs in the game, right? Right. Kind of so. sucks. So you don't have. So I'm assuming yeah. that it's going to be like Joel said: PVE on one side, PVP on the other side. What's PVE? Player versus environment. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so like so basically like single player stuff and like you know monsters, or whatever out in the world. And, and you can have co op friends come in, but you don't have to worry about somebody shooting you or nuking your base. Right. Okay. Yeah. Unless it's I, a monster in the game. I'm not even sure if I'm going to try it yet, to be honest. I'm going to wait for reviews and do my research on what... Because I still... It feels very ill-defined to me. Like, I don't know what mm-hmm. this is yet. Yeah, so. I, we have a beta code for you. We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Uh, that oh, our, cool. our buddy Michael gave us some codes. Yeah, so, um, I've, I've registered can, it. Yeah, we can share it with you, and you can try it out that way, at least. Oh, it doesn't come out till November. For some yeah. reason, I had this in my head. It's coming out in August. No, no. no. Hell no. Oh, we got wow. a ways to go. Oh, I mean, the cool. next big thing coming out, at least for me anyway, some other people might have other things closer on the list, are going to be like Tomb Raider and Spider-Man. Those are both in September, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. So we got about a, we're about a month out, month and a half out from like some 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 big hammers dropping. Cool. We, we Happy Few looks interesting. That's coming out in mm-hmm. August, early August. But Yeah, that's a good one too. We'll see how that one turns out. But I, I, I actually bought it as an early access game, mm-hmm. but it was... They cut a lot out of it as far as story, but from what I played of it, it's enjoyable. So, well, what kind of game is it? It's kind of a survivor survival um, game. You have to craft your own stuff, craft weapons, and um, you have to run around in this town where basically 
everybody uses this thing called joy. It's a drug and it makes them like happy, but it also blinds them to the realities of the world, how crappy things are. So your guy goes off of the joy and then sees how everything's falling apart, hmm. that everything looks like crap. But as soon as you take a, you pop one of those joy pills, everything's colorful and wonderful. It's, it's basically a drug that um, the government created to make people docile and not and know, not like care revolt. about so much stuff that's going on around them and ignore all the real the real problems. Re- yeah. Okay. So there's some social commentary in there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Is but it first person? Yeah. Yeah. And you'll play three different people. Um, is so it like, like three different playthroughs? So is it like combat at all? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's some combat involved. There's guns. There's um, handheld weapons. You know, like. Um, Melee weapons and whatnot. There's it puzzles and stuff too, right? A Lots few of puzzles, puzzles here and there. Yeah, and you got to do some, some do some stealth. There's a little bit of everything in there. This looks it's promising. Yeah, the, nice um, little indie game. Has a little bit of oh, a fallout. Uh, no, has a little bit of a Bioshock. I was gonna feel say to it, it kind of reminds <clears throat> me of Bioshock a little bit. That's cool. Yeah, we're watching gameplay for it right now. It looks cool. Yeah, uh, will I be able to play it on PC? Oh, I, I think so. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be PC, Xbox, and PS4. Because Spider-Man is not going to be on PC. That's a PS Only exclusive. Because right? yeah, Sony owns Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. I'm, I might actually get that. I'm, I, the next thing I'm downloading is Fortnite, and i got to get in on some matches with yeah, you guys because I'm pretty stoked yeah, and it's, on that. It's free. If you wanted to get the PvE mode, it's like 20 bucks until the 30th. Oh, it cool. Okay. It's called but Save still, the World. It's not bad. Cool. But yeah, if you play with some friends, you build bases together, fight against these zombie hordes. That Waves come of them that come after you. And you oh, just keep cool. and, and you get walls and stuff. Cooler and cooler schematics for better and better weapons as you play, and it's it's fun. A Thanks. lot of the, a lot of the play in the uh, play the PVE stuff carries over to the battle royale mode too. So you unlock skins, you bring over um, V bucks, which is the the money, the in-game currency. Okay. Um, so you can buy more skins or dances or whatever you want, and it's all cosmetic. So nothing is like gonna boost your abilities or anything like that. It's just you yeah. and, and other players. You know. Awesome. Yeah, so. I, I hate that, and that's why I didn't like Battlefront. To be honest, was just because it felt like yeah people had an unfair advantage over me because they had money. Right. And well, well, you can get weapon schematics, but they don't carry into the into the um, what do you call it battle, the battle royale. royale. Oh, okay. They're only for you, and you can't hurt your friends when you're playing with them together in the save the world game right you use those schematics you can share your schematics you can give them to your friends okay um you build really cool weapons with them but yeah you don't hurt, use those to hurt anybody so they don't really give you an advantage over anyone else okay yeah. cool and so and the, so if you get fortnite you plan on getting it on pc then yeah okay so that's good um i was gonna say avoid well, i shouldn't say avoid but just be aware that if you get it on playstation you can't play with your other friends. So, like, recently, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Microsoft and Nintendo kind of partnered up and were like, hey, uh, you, you want to play with us? We want to play with you. You down with that? And, like, yeah. And then they kind of joined forces and said, like, hey, we're going to let everybody play Fortnite with their friends on Nintendo and Xbox consoles. Wow. And then they kind of reached out to Sony, like, hey, you guys want to get in on this 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 uh, trifecta, this three-way action, and Tony's like, you know what? We're gonna play by ourselves, you know, and do our thing over here, and kind of play Play a little pocket pool by ourselves. You guys go off and do do your thing. And there's a negative here too. Yeah, it's so stupid. 
If you're playing it on the PC and then you switch over to your PlayStation, everything gets locked to your PlayStation. You can't go back to your PC. So mm-hmm. if you get it on the PC, stick to the PC. Yeah, because otherwise you're like me. Like when I first started playing it last year, when it first dropped last summer, um, summer of 2017 when it came out, I initially downloaded it onto my PlayStation and tied it to my, my, my favorite you know, email account and made it a, um, an Epic account is what you have to do. And that, that ties you to that. So then I played it on that with some friends um, on the PlayStation, and then I kind of lost interest in it. It didn't really put its hooks into me right off the bat, and so I didn't really care for it at first. And so several seasons went by. Joel and I kept playing PUBG and some other stuff we were doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so finally, my daughter, Gia, um, they were able to release it on the, on the Switch. And so she plays on the Switch constantly. So she's like, can I get Fortnite? And I was like, you know, sure, I don't care. She downloads it. She gets into it. She really wants me to play it with her. And it's like, well, this is a chance for us to find something to play together. Like Taylor and I would play the stuff together. Right. So with the crossplay, we started playing that. And she got me into it. And it got its hooks into me. And I started really enjoying it. So the dumb thing was that I unlocked all these skins on the, on the Xbox. All this stuff. Went back to the PlayStation side. And I, can't, I couldn't get any of my stuff over there. And combine it. Which forced me to make another account on Xbox in the first place with Gia. So it's dumb. So all my shit on PlayStation is locked away, which I didn't have a lot to begin with, which is fine. But if I had a ton of stuff like I put in the Xbox, like hours and hours and hours and, and months of like, you know, weeks of playing, I'd be pissed right now. Yeah, because yeah. then you couldn't go back to the Xbox. No, because it doesn't combine it. Yeah. I don't know if they ever will. So I am pretty excited about that. I got a 10 key mouse that kind yeah. of like you can build forts really that. fast Your or whatever. Your mouse is BC. It's beastie, man. Yeah, BC. it's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Well, I, I got like a nice trade-in value for my MacBook, so I had a little mm. extra money on that. And nice. I, Why not? I decided to invest invest it in like a solid gaming mouse, gaming keyboard, which is basically just a light-up key- mm. keyboard or whatever. But nice. I like how all the gaming PC gear lights up. It makes me feel like I'm in yeah, an arcade. Yeah, got the LEDs in it. Yeah, makes you feel futuristic. Yeah, just like you're in an arcade, like you were back when you were a kid. Little Ready Player One action. Yeah, for sure. Which just dropped, by the way. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. This past Tuesday, it's funny because Mondo and I were really into the um, PUBG, and then um, we started playing this, and it's like this actually is more rewarding because you actually get nice, um, what do you call cosmetics, them? Like cosmetics, skins. You get to keep dances. them. Um, they're really nice. The, whenever you get cosmetics, it's always the same pair of dirty shirts or pants I, or something. I've also heard that in Fortnite versus PUBG. In PUBG, if you get dropped in a not-so-heavily-populated area, you kind of have a disadvantage, whereas in Fortnite, there's stuff kind of stowed in all the areas equally. Oh, yeah. So like, if you're out in the middle of nowhere as opposed to a populated area, you still have a chance of finding stuff. Oh, yeah, know? there's always mm-hmm. something. You might not always find the best stuff, but at least you can defend yourself. So, so are you dropped in the game with no guns or anything in Fortnite? Yeah. Right. And then mm-hmm. you you have to sort of find stuff. So as a beginner, is this a tough game to learn how to play? Not or? really. I don't think so. I think the, the hard part in Fortnite is first, just... I think the hard <laughs> part in Fortnite is just getting comfortable with the building. Initially, just... I would just say drop to one of the areas around the outer part of the map. So oh, so you, so you, so you can, can choose time. where you're dropped? Yeah, you can yes. drop anywhere across the map, whether you're playing solo, duo, uh, duos, which is two people, or squads up to four people, and then there's also the 50v50, which is a temporary mode, but uh, that's a good one, too, if you don't want all the focus on you. And there's a playground where you can just mess around with building. That's I think it was reactivated yeah, for, just, oh, like, cool. just a couple for days a short, ago. Yeah, for a short time. But that allows you to just kind of mess around with building to get 
mm-hmm. to get a feeling for how it works. But ultimately, it's not too bad. I mean, it's just, you know, left trigger to zoom in, right trigger to shoot, uh, reload is X, A is jump, so on and so forth. And then, you know, you hit B to switch over to the building stuff, and then you hit right bumper to go between what, what you want to build, walls, floors. But if stairs. I have a mouse and a keyboard... You can hotkey that shit. So can yeah. you program numeric keys to build certain fort things or whatever? Yep. Mm-hmm. You can hotkey all that stuff. So see, that's where like that ten key mouse has the ten numbers on the side. Yeah. So you can you'll be a great addition to our team. <laughs> yeah. building, one building would be a roof. One would be a floor. One yeah. could be uh, a stairway. You just got to yeah. aim up to, and just build certain parts first, and then you can build around yourself and whatever. Yeah. But it's, I, I would say, just if you give it a, like a couple days to a week or so, just playing it regularly, I think it'll you'll catch on pretty fast. Okay, cool. It's not too bad. And I'm excited because I've never been in like a community of sort of people who play on the, like I've always wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what's that game or that movie Kevin Hart's in where he calls himself the Black Hammer Jumanji? and he's like he's in a he's in a Call of Duty. No, he's, his oh, brother's a cop. You're, you're talking about the one with Ice Cube, um, yeah. Ride Along. Yeah, that always made me want to be in a group of people that like <laughs> games or a whatever. Guild. Just Yeah, because they were talking shit to each other yeah. and stuff. And it's like, but I, I'd never really liked Call of Duty. And like, I'm well, just, that's not my you thing. Have, you you know? have a guild. You just never play with us. Yeah, I know. And that's <laughs> what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I, I now feel you, like I'm at a point where like I can actually be involved in that. Right. So that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. a good time. You should yeah. uh, should join us. Yeah. Oh, you were the one who told man. So I was me. Yeah, I just started watching. I'm changing the subject, and You're I can't fine. think you of a clever around. segue. We're catching up, man. Do it. Talk about whatever you want. You told me to watch Silicon Valley. Yes. Did Holy you watch it? shit! That you is, like it? that show is amazing. I told you. I'm on it's season so two right now. It's so good. And it's right up your alley because you like tech. Oh, I love and tech. You like nerdy shit, and you like dry, like dry as well as just like in your face humor. And it's it's all of that. Yeah. And, and I was worried that it was an HBO show. Sometimes, like, I don't like Game of Thrones. And it's not that I don't, mm. like, I'm not a prude or anything, but it's like, I don't like shock value shit. You know, like, everybody. if you, like, just want to, like, throw sex and blood up and, like, just to sort of add a certain level of shock value, I don't know. But, like, Silicon Valley's not really like that. I mean, it's the, it's, it's real it's, subtle it's humor. Crude, it's crude, but it's not like, you know, you're not seeing people fucking on it or Let, let me yeah. ask you this Who's your favorite character? Game of Thrones? Since um, you've been watching it. Oh man, I shit. You know, I really like the main character, but he kind yeah. of irks me sometimes. He drives me nuts. But I love Guilfoyle. Yeah, he's like the really like. Oh, so you think you're gonna you know, see? I love Guilfoyle, but it's hard for me to like him because I know that <laughs> T.J. Miller like had all those sexual misconduct yeah. things. Wait, no, no, that's not T.J. Miller. Guilfoyle is the one that messes with. Um, oh, Guilfoyle is the long-haired, really, black hair, black hair. Yeah, yeah, super. Dry. He's my favorite. He's yeah, my favorite. That's yeah. my favorite. That guy, and I love him and the Indian guy like back and forth how they fuck with each other like all brothers, the time oh, like they're always fucking each it's other. so funny yeah, yeah like i don't know yeah it's a, is my favorite that show has not gotten old yet man it's I, i'm on season two and i just started it yesterday actually okay but, i think yeah. you have what i think just three seasons there's now? five oh shit, five man. seasons yeah five no, seasons that'll already. take you a while i got a week nice. well m- maybe not ten per, ten <laughs> almost <laughs> through the second season and i've been on it yeah. for two days i didn't realize it was five i mean orphan black's pretty good too What's yeah. that? Orphan Black is pretty good too if you oh, have Amazon cool. Prime. I've I've read part of the comic, but um, but I've never watched the show. So show's yeah. very good, but extremely intense. You hardly get a chance to relax. It's like HBO some crazy shit happens. HBO on Hulu has a week free trial on it, so we're trying to watch all of Silicon Dude, Valley in a week. Out. Yeah, there's another show if you like that kind of dry humor. Watch um, uh, what is it? Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
Okay, I've heard of it. I've never watched Dude, it. Dude, I've been watching it at work here and there. And it's, it's, it's it's such like dry humor, but it's so funny. I just find myself just dying laughing. Like it's it's so good. Yeah. Like check that out too while you're watching HBO. Um, what's some other HBO ones that you should watch before you, your trial is over? Gosh. Well, and then you get all the movies too. Is it HBO right. now? So, uh, well, it's no, it's an HBO extension on Hulu okay. that adds okay, like fifteen dollars a month to your thing. But like I, I started I started uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's um, not bad. I didn't like it. I, I thought it was really weird. I don't know. <laughs> like no, wait, the movie yeah. or yeah, the, the movie. Or, okay, I was gonna say is there a I've never read something? the book though. Okay. So I'm yeah. sure the well, book even is weirder. good. Movies are bad. Yeah, but see, like that's the thing, is like you can have a book like Ready Player One that's amazing and the movie is good, but it doesn't live up to the book at all. Like, yeah, the, I like, the, book I like is, the book better than yeah. the movie. I think everybody does. I feel like they could have done the movie better if they had done three movies. Like The book is definitely divided in three parts, and mm. they could have made a full movie. At least movie two parts. And split it up. Like my well, no, daughter is In the totally book, there is a part one, part I'm two, and part like three. I'm talking about the movie itself, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. You it at just least felt broke like they rushed chunks. it a little too much at times. It moves so fast through all these parts that are like really important you well know? the reason it's why like, they did that is because there are certain parts that didn't translate as well from the book to movie and if they did do it they were trying to figure out how to make it like live up to like the book and be mm-hmm. somewhat like like live up to the book but still be entertaining for those that aren't into the book stuff like the yeah. hardcore because yeah. you want to bring in the, everybody like you want True. your girlfriend or, or husband who isn't into that shit to be able to go see it watch it enjoy it who didn't read the book so it was like a, a merriment of like, how do we get all that in there, but still satisfy the hardcore? Uh, I think they yeah. missed the mark a little bit, but it was satisfying to me overall. I, I wish that, um, oh, what was it that, I don't know, there were some some things that they changed that. Yeah, they just changed so much, man. I feel like mm. they just should have told the story that Ernest Klein well, it told. Would take, it would have taken too long, I think. That's the thing, though. You, If you had made it three movies and told uh, the yeah, same yeah, yeah. story that he told and just changed little things as opposed to, like, mm-hmm. the big introduction of Wade Watts and how he, like... F- like found the first key was huge in building his character you know how he was a loner and he went to school with all the poor kids and like they they skipped over that you know and making like, the ants a good guy this was this kind of upset me because making who the ant she and her boyfriend oh, were yeah. such she was, dicks she in was the book a more ambiguous as far as like not as a douche to him but in the book, the boyfriend was she was a bitch to him. In the she book. was a bu- a bitch. The boyfriend was an asshole. Yeah, I mean, I like think they, they should have stayed a little me. more true to the book with that. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. Like the and the movie was okay. Like they chose to tell a different story, but I I just, I just feel like if we if they had done the story like to a T, I think it might have alienated people that aren't that. For instance, there are kids who don't know what joust is. That was the first trial. Was him going True. out into a cave? Well, I didn't know what Jess he was plays, before I read it. My point exactly. Uh, <laughs> I played that you know? so many times. But it's like there are kids way younger than us and you that don't know what the fuck joust is. And I'm sure if they had done that, they would have cut off a, a huge chunk of people. They're like, yeah, I didn't know what this was about. I didn't know what that was going on with that. And this, you know. But in the book, they explained what joust that. was. So yeah, like, but they how could fun have... would it be to watch somebody play joust against like you know a, a, the the a lich king? It's well, it's boring compared to watching somebody wa- playing like Fortnite. Fortnite. Though. If you're watching like these little birds flopping around. By the way, we're watching gameplay for Fortnite right now. This game looks fucking amazing. I'm so excited. This is to the play PVE it. as well, right? Right. Here. Yeah. So you set up all these traps to kill things and wall right. traps, ceiling traps. But, that's my argument for it. Like, I'm with you 100%, but I'm also playing devil's advocate where it's like, I, I want it to be true to the book, but at the same time, I see that, like, there's some aspects of it, like, I think would have been boring for my wife who didn't read the book. 
It would have alienated isn't as, people. And isn't as nerdy as I am about <laughs> some of that shit. She'd be like, why the fuck are they? Why are we watching them play Joust? Or right. why are you watching them do this? Another key element yeah. to yeah. the book that the movie changed was the type of story they were telling in the book. It was narrated. It was mm-hmm. narrated by Wade Watts. Yeah. And they didn't do a narrative in the movie. It mm-hmm. was just a straight visual story. So I feel like if they had narratively like had him do a voiceover narration, mm-hmm. That might have helped with like sure. bringing people in a little more. Actually, having someone narrate and tell you a story or whatever, like in Wonder Years, where you know mm. the, you have the kid as a grown-up narrating it, mm-hmm. or in sure. young, young Sheldon, you have Sheldon narrating or whatever. Like that's the and this well, was Spielberg that produced yeah. it. I mean, he could yeah. have done he directed he have, it. Yeah, he could have done anything he wanted. I mean, he's he's immensely talented. And he worked yeah. together with the author too to like bring it to the bring it to life. Well, but I think working they wanted to kind of modernize it. So they, Ready you know, Player Two, maybe? They're mm-hmm. working together to make a sequel now. We Actually, me and Caleb at work, were talk, Caleb Redlinger, were talking about how we thought they should do a sequel. And my thought was it um, not involve any of the original characters, make it in the Oasis like 40 years later after like Wade Watts has ar- already died, you know? Right. And make it like um, the Purge movies where they all take place at different points in mm. time during, like, we know this is the setting, right. uh, the world we live in, but we're going to jump around in I'd time. I prefer to have it be sh- a little after he won, but don't focus on him. Like mm-hmm. there's something else popped up, like somebody else, or maybe he creates a game of his own or something, some kind of corrupted thing is going on and they need to figure it out. That way you can still utilize some of the IP that we all know and love right now yeah. Yeah. and incorporate new stuff that's come out since this movie has released and since there's been an going. But that idea is pretty cool too, though. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, like we both. I feel like Wade Watts just already got such a great arc, and I don't know how you add to his character arc anymore. I think you could bring him in, like pop, make him pop up somewhere, like along the way to help out the new. You could Obi Wan Kenobi him, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like I mean, make he, him like just like uh, you know, yeah, like, he is the wizard now, right? So, yeah, I mean, he has a complete autonomy; like he can do whatever yeah. he wants. Yeah, yeah. you know. But. Thank goodness that EA didn't win that one. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> The Sixers. Wah, wah. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. So, well, shit, man. I got. I want to get your opinion about the Ant Man, and well, not the Ant Man, but Ant Man and the Wasp, real quick. I think he's the Ant Man. I, I guess you could say that. He's the only one right now. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's do it. Ant Man and Wasp came out earlier this month, like. Like the Fourth of July weekend, I believe it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Like, yeah, that movie was pretty legit, dude. Like it was just as good as, as the first Ant Man movie, in my opinion. Is better, but actually. Even, but yeah, if not better. The first Ant Man to me wasn't amazing. It no. was like it was like a okay. fun heist movie. Yeah, but it it wasn't as good as it could have been. I think bringing her in, bringing the wasp yeah. in, definitely even that shit out. It's yeah, a good I idea. agree. She it's, was amazing. It was, that actress is awesome. She was in like what Lost and a few other shows yeah. before this and some other movies. But she's Evangeline Lilly or whatever. I can't yeah. think of her name. Yeah, I think at the that's moment, her name. but yeah, it was um, good. Very pretty. <laughs> Thank you, Joel, <laughs> <laughs> for for that obvious statement. <laughs> and a great actor. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she she was good. I I thought that I liked her better than I liked uh, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, I liked her better than I liked Paul Rudd a little bit, honestly. Yeah. Paul Rudd was funnier in this. Um, but yeah, overall I I'd say it was 
it was a nice break from the serious tone of Avengers Infinity War. Like, it was just bottom line, a fun movie. Took place before Infinity War, so they're not addressing the ending of Infinity War at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I mean, can we? Well, they, mm-hmm. okay, so they did address the... Can okay. we spoil this? or Is, It's just a okay, post-credit let's, scene. Let's say this. Go if ahead. you don't want to have the post-credit scene spoiled for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp... Or any of the movie spoiled. Sure, we're going to talk about it just for a few moments. Skip ahead. If you don't give a shit, go ahead and keep listening. Yeah, so um, we'll say to the 40-minute mark... Or 45-minute mark, just to be safe. We're at sure. 35 minutes. So that'll give us 10 minutes to talk spoilers. But, sure. Uh, the post-credit scene shows... Uh, Paul Rudd going into the quantum zone or the what? It, what's well, it give called? us some setup. Like before that, it was like they because during the movie they they pluck out um, uh, Michael Douglas's wife. Who yeah, they eluded it was lost in in the quantum realm all this the time for like realm. thirty years or some shit. So they do so get her out. Ridiculous. Yeah, they save her. I, I, I figured that was going to happen. Yeah, which That's is the whole ridiculous. basis of the movie was them trying to save her yeah. while sort of eluding all these bad guys that are also trying to get in the quantum yeah. realm. And with Ant Man. So when so during um uh which one uh god damn it the one with <laughs> when they're going against each other uh Iron Man versus Captain America which one which movie was that called god dang it Captain America Civil War thank you Civil War <laughs> huge yeah. brain fart yeah didn't so, he fight Hawk so so uh, during so during Civil War Ant Man wasn't supposed to leave the area. And he went to the airport during that big fight scene toward the end of the movie where they they had that huge fight. So this leads into Ant Man's second movie where he's on house arrest because he left the area right. and he wasn't supposed to. So he's on house arrest for <laughs> two years and he has on like a, a leg An uh, ankle, ankle monitor. Yeah. From like the federal government is like, you know, you're not going anywhere, you gotta keep not keep tabs on you. Yeah, so, and the government doesn't want him talking to Michael Douglas or, exactly. or Evangeline Lilly. Like, I mean uh, they're like enemies of the state at this point. And they're mad at him because he kind of fucked up their shit and they're wanted now for all the tech they supplied mm-hmm. him. So. And so just to kind of bring this in, this also, so during Ant-Man and the Wasp, the stuff with Infinity War is kind of happening simultaneously. Because you're like, well, where's Ant-Man? Why isn't he in the fight? Why isn't he there? He's on house arrest. He's at home. Yeah. And this is before any of that stuff really even starts. But it to leads happen. into it though. With yeah, the, with it's the like credit scene stuff. Ant Man and the Wasp happens then directly after Infinity War kind of happens. And they tie it together. And then right after Infinity War, um Michael Douglas, Evangeline Lilly, and um the the original Wasp, Michael Douglas's wife are all standing there and they send Ant Man into the quantum realm to, get- to to, to harness some power out of there. Yeah. So he's in the quantum the realm. He gets the power and he radios them to send him back to the like, normal like, hey zone. Hey guys, I got the stuff. Bring me out now. I'm ready to go. And, and then, then there, there's you see no them. sound. He's like, all right, guys, real funny. You see them turn to dust. Yeah. So the, they're out of the game and he's stuck in the quantum realm. Like now. nobody's ma- mm-hmm. nobody's manning the equipment that put him in there to get the stuff because they're going in back and forth. Like like harvesting this stuff and bringing it out, and now he's stuck in there, and nobody mm. can bring him out because, literally, the wasp, which is Michael Douglas's daughter, and then Michael Douglas's wife, who they got out of the quantum realm during the Ant Man and Wasp movie, she disappears too. So the three of them are gone. Nobody knows he's fucking in there. So I was like, awesome. holy shit! How is he gonna get out? 
Well, I want to know how Michael Douglas's wife survived in the quant. Oh, like, what did she? What did she eat while she was in there? Time, time has no meaning. She came. No. She came out of there with perfect eyeliner on. Like, I mean, like Dude, what? You know, where did she use the I, bathroom? I, I like, can't do this with you because I did it at work like a whole afternoon with like, with my buddy John. But Fong maybe because they're frozen work. in time. I mean, it's like it's time it, really has no meaning. But there. she's she aged. Yeah, mm, she shouldn't. She, have, she looked she older. Did. She was as old as Michael older. Douglas, and when she went in, she was young. They, they, they show, show a flashback. Yeah, oh, and they okay. de-aged her in the flashback. She had to eat something. So she comes out That's and she I'm has saying. a nice hoodie on, and she has like makeup on. And where you been shitting and eating, and what have you been doing? Yeah, there were these <sighs> creatures in the quantum realm. There were these little slug type creatures, and um, you know those those things maybe were were something she killed for food. Hold on. Yeah, so she could have hunted those things and eaten them for for food or whatever but i you know who who knows i mean i mean it got to suspend disbelief to some degree because i mean it's it's a fun movie and if we start dissecting like all of the science of all these movies none of it's gonna fucking hold up i mean yeah there's always gonna be leaps of logic it's one of those just just like because science or because because comics yeah 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 it's fun to to do it i mean i sat at work for a little while like when the movie first came out and did that with a buddy and my buddy John Fong and I were just sat there, we were just like nitpicking it apart. And I was like, ah, and he's like going harder than I was. And I was like, yeah, just eh. whatever. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of choose to look past it. To be honest, it's Hollywood. I mean, you know? yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it, just the way. It but goes. if you really like nitpick some of these, some of them, it's it's really fun because it's just like this is fucking stupid when you Janet, really break it yeah. down. I Janet know. was her name. Uh, that's ah, okay. yeah. Janet Van Dyne is is uh, Hank Pym's wife. So. Gotcha. But yeah. I just wanted to get your opinion because it was really funny because uh, we took our whole family, like my wife and my two daughters, went with us to the movie to see it, and there was a lot of families in there when we saw it the opening weekend, and it was funny because so many people got up and started leaving and and. Even my daughters got upset. They're, even Gia, my eight-year-old, she's like, don't they know you got to wait till after the credits because they're going to show something. They always show something. <laughs> and I was like, I'm looking at her like, you're not wrong. Like, I hate, you're... I hated the post-credits. <laughs> I like the mid-credits scene, yeah. but the post-credits scene was Make like, wait the whole time. why the hell did I sit around and wait to watch this ant playing drums when you, you saw that in the movie already? It's like right. a gag they already pulled. So like, mm. just don't have one. Then. That's why it was funny when the, when the Captain America one came. And he was like, oh, don't you hate when you get let down? And yeah, you're it's like patience great to doesn't pay off or whatever. <laughs> yeah, But it was funny because they were even getting annoyed because people should know by now that they're going to show something shortly after the movie ends. And then it was funny because they showed them disappearing and turning to dust because of Thanos is snapping his fingers. It's the mid credit scene. And they, they show that and like people were just kind of sitting. You, if you got up and looked around, you saw all these people that were kind of like, what does that mean? And it was... It was it, <laughs> we were all like, like we're all nerds. We're all like, like happy people don't even understand what's happening right now. Like, like the well, I, I want to know who who goes. We and were upset sees, for a nerdy reason. It was, just, you know, who goes and game. sees Ant Man and the Wasp but hasn't seen Infinity War. That's what there I. There are yeah. people doing shit like that. Yeah, like, aren't seeing all this stuff and they're behind. They all tie together and so. they're behind on one or the other, a handful of them. And they're just jumping around and they're going to be yeah. confused. But I mean, we're just bitching because we're nerds like that and we we know we're going to see every single fucking one when they come yeah. out. So it doesn't make sense to us to, to see him out of order, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. We're just we're just bitching. But yeah, I just wanted to get your opinion about that because uh, that shit was that shit was pretty good, man. And Michael Pena, the Hispanic guy in the movie, yeah. the, 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 he, in my opinion, was a fucking delight. 
Yeah, he, he was great comedic relief, man. That guy, I that guy him. cracks me up every time. He was yeah. awesome. And then, <laughs> I loved him in the first one. I yeah. figured he'd be good in this. He I loved his flashback stories one. too. They did that again, where they kind of <laughs> yeah. like showed people saying things in his voice. He's talking or really fast. And, uh, yeah, yeah. They and they they <laughs> the always have serum. the people that like don't. You they wouldn't, wouldn't sound picture, like yeah, that. Yeah, you're like. Watching Evangeline Lily talking Michael Pena's voice is he just was hilarious. The best. And then this cousin talked to this other person. And yeah. This, yeah, mm-hmm. I love the way. He was the yeah. best about, part about that movie, in my opinion, followed closely by um, the woman that plays the Wasp. I forget her name again. Yeah. Uh, Evangeline Lily. Yeah. Evangeline Lily, yeah. yeah. I like the effects, too. I thought the CGI was done really well. And mm-hmm. I liked uh, Neo from The Matrix, whoever that, whatever that guy's name. Or not Neo, but the, the black guy from The Matrix. Uh... uh yeah, I don't. I don't remember his name. Mobi- you know, Mobius. Um, yeah, Mobius. Yeah. Oh, you talking about uh, Lawrence? Lawrence uh, Fishburne. Yeah. 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 Played Morpheus. Morpheus. Yeah, not Mobius. Morpheus. He played Doctor <laughs> Bill. He played uh, Doctor Bill <laughs> Foster. That or Orpheus. M- Morpheus is less known, lesser known brother who is not very. very or the cool. porn version Orpheus. No, let's ah. not. Orpheus. Um, <laughs> Laura, he played Dr. Bill Foster though and he he was a nice little villain in the movie and then Ghost too she was cool so Lawrence yeah. Fishburne was in it yeah just yep. as a yeah. side character oh, that, that was like, like friends it. with uh, Pim when they were younger and they uh-huh. kind of had a falling out and Got stuff it. so and then Hannah John came and played Ava or Ghost, which she was. She was a really good. She's been a villain in several movies lately. She was the villain. Well, one of the villains in Ready Player One that was tracking down. Uh, oh, uh, she Parzival. was, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. she she's, was working with she's, Sorrento. She's very his, pretty as his right hand woman. Yeah, and she, she she's been in Black Mirror, mm-hmm. uh, Killjoys, which I don't know what that is, but yeah, yeah, I've watched Killjoys. I, that's that's where I recognize her from. Yeah. Oh, she was in uh, the Force Awakens too. She was a First Order officer. Nice. Mm. Yeah, she's been. She's 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 climbing that ladder. Oh, by the way, did you guys hear that? Um, they they released the casting list for the next Star Wars movie, and Show um, ready? Yep, Mark Hamill is going to be in it, and they're going to be using footage from Carrie Fisher from the Force Awakens, mm. um, and trying to sort of put her in the movie through some unused CGI. footage. Or, okay. No, not CGI, just unused footage. So, I don't know. That's the they're gonna try and give her a fitting ending, which I'm I'm on board for. I'm glad they didn't recast her because that feels a little no recasting would, would that'd be terrible. Don't yeah. fucking do I that. could see Mark Hamill with like kind of like when they were talking to um, Obi Wan, Luke, and not Luke. I mean Obi Wan and. Um, Yoda after they have passed on. Like, yeah, force, force ghost. ghost. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's going to be a force ghost sort of mentor for Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think Snoke will probably be in it. I feel like he'll be um, like a red force ghost for Kylo or whatever to guide him, or maybe not guide him, be a dick to him. So, <laughs> yeah, a dick for a force dick. <laughs> let's not go down that hole. I know there's yeah, a ton yeah, of you just feeding Joel's like like want to talk about dicks now. No, <laughs> I don't want to talk about dicks. Uh, I, I kid, I kid. Not not today. Not today. Um, have you guys had touched any kind of octopath traveler? I uh, no, I don't know what is that. <gasps> what Joel? You have you? Have I don't you, have, have a, you dabbled? I don't have a switch. Little, so, dude. It's my new thing that I've been playing lately that I'm so besides Fortnite. I feel like I think I've heard Caleb, it's really good. Oh, I'm so jazzed about it. it Caleb s- mentioned this to me. It scratches this old school RP itch 
RP itch. RPG itch. <laughs> RP. R pitch. RPG itch. itch that I have. It scratches it that I didn't even know I wanted. Basically, um, it has the like Super Nintendo sprites, uh, yeah, sixteen bit look to it, but it also marries that with a little bit of modern technology. So like you'll see like all the characters and some of the surroundings in this sixteen bit uh, look, but then the background stuff moves a little bit. Like when you're by water and rays of light and stuff like that, it shines and there's smoke moving around. So there's it marries new technology with the old school stuff. It looks pretty cool, and it 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 gives you that Final Fantasy three or six if you're in you know Japan or you want to be, <laughs> but Final Fantasy three vibe from Super Nintendo, and I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get into this or not. There's there's eight characters. I hope it the story's good. Um, but it's been blowing me away. I can't put it down. Um, it's a lot of fun. There's eight paths, hence Octopath, that you can go down. The only issue that I'm having with the story, with, with the game itself, is that the eight st- the eight paths don't really tie together in any meaningful way, hmm. unfortunately. Um, like, you know how the other games, or, or even just like movies and like, you know, the Avengers and all that stuff, all the characters have their own motivations, and at some point they come together to form a team to take down this big baddie or whatever. Mm-hmm. That never happens in this game. It just keeps them all separate in, some, in, in, in a weird way that I didn't really find enjoyable for that part. Huh. I was expecting it to like, okay, so they're all going to do their thing. This one wants to find the killers of her father. This one wants to avenge his his king and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And they all have their motivations, but it never comes to any kind of meaningful tie-in to each other. Look, so at, it felt look at the dis- water. That's so, cool. so it felt disjointed in that way. But other than that, it is a phenomenal game. I'm enjoying it a lot. I put like maybe 20 hours into it already. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, it's good. Is there a way for you to track the number of hours you play on a Switch, or do you just do it yourself? <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's what I dislike about Steam. I don't know if I like want Steam. to. I got Fallout yeah, 4. Yeah, let you know how oh, many man, hours you're playing. Know. I got Fallout 4 like four days ago, and I'm already at like 18 hours. I'm like, Jesus Christ. A part of me wants to does know. that too. Yeah, part of me wants to know, but there's a good part of me that's like, fuck that. I don't want to know what I'm Like, doing. I wanted to know on Zelda how many hours I put in to mm. finish it or whatever, but it, yeah, it won't do it. So, that's fuck. Sometimes you want to know. Sometimes you don't want to know. I thought Nintendo was patching something in for the Switch to, that would tell you. Like if you went into a certain setting, that would tell you how many hours you've put in or time, how much time you put into a particular game. See, I'd love it if they did, but they, yeah, they haven't. Hmm. We're for, looking for at that. I, I, I spent swear some they were time. doing something. Yeah, that was during the transplant a few weeks back, but I spent some time trying to figure it out and I couldn't find anything. So. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, check it out, guys. I mean, the combat's really cool because you have to. Um, weaken an enemy so like using a particular thing that they're susceptible to so one might be like weak to physical attacks so you have to hit them with that first and it shows like a animation like oh they've been weakened now you like can do other attacks exactly oh, so cool. now you can do other attacks to them or somebody might be weak to dark magic so you need to have your mm. character that has dark magic do that to him first then take him down so there's a lot of strategy involved um, any character can learn multiple like skills and abilities and stuff like that. So if you pick a certain character who starts out one way, you can lead them down a path of a different thing that you are more you know prevalent to using like magic or whatever you want to do. Huh. Um, but it gets it gets pretty wow. good, man. Um, I'm really liking it, and it takes me back to like being like fucking ten or eleven or twelve when I was playing like Final Fantasy three. Um, it's good cool. stuff, man. Can I say something? Yeah. Um, I haven't played this game. I don't have a Switch, but um, 
I'm not I'm not a huge fan of like retro stuff a lot of times because well I grew up with this stuff and I just love to see the newer and better graphics all the time mm -hmm. kind of a graphics whore but um, I really love the marriage between like this old 16-bit style and like newer particle effects and the it looks like hand-drawn scenes yeah um, it's nice the um, the water effects, the magic effects in the background, everything, and and then the little fog effects and clouds moving around and stuff. It looks really, really cool. This this would be something I'd actually be willing to try out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I agree. I I I don't know if I'd be willing to try it out, but that's just because I don't like turn-based RPG. Right. I prefer action RPG like Fallout Four or you know yeah, things where I'm actually making the moves instead of hitting a button and watching them make the moves. Mm -hmm. um, but this, uh, I I can say that I think the graphics on this are really cool, and I do like the marriage between older and newer graphics and kind of that middle. It's, it was the same thing with the new Sonic. Was it Sonic the Hedgehog that's getting uh, a new or got a new remake? Yeah. Spyro did. That's yeah. So stuff like that is kind of nice. I like mm -hmm. I like that. I so. played a good chunk of hours. We were out of town last weekend. Um, Abby's my sister in law. Abby's sister, um, older sister, got married. She got remarried or whatever. And so I brought the switch on you know for the road. And there was a, a day where we didn't have anything going on after the wedding and stuff. And we were just kind of hanging out at her mom's house. And I was like, well. Guess I'm gonna break out the switch and sit in this recliner. And <laughs> they, the ladies went out and did their thing, and I just jammed on that for like two hours. I will tell you a new stuff. a new game that I tried on the switch that I did not care for was Kirby. I I was yeah. not a fan of that. Gia new loves Kirby. that. I can't get into it. It mm. felt really easy. easy and really dumb. Yeah, like mm. way too expensive. Don't don't, for don't tell Gia that she might have something to say. I just, for for such an easy game, it felt so expensive and like man, mm -hmm. this was not worth it. It should have been so. cheaper. It's a sixty dollars game. It should have been more wow. like forty or thirty. Yeah, Thir thirty. Thirty. I think. Yeah. yeah, it's very easy, but yeah, I, I feel like they should have been able to give Kirby better than that. But you know, whatever. Hey, quick question for you: Did did uh, Ariel ever get into any Detroit Become Human and try that out? You guys? Uh, no, we it? never got it, but she still really wants to. Yeah. So yeah, dude, check that out, dude. That'd be something I think would be right up her alley if she liked. Uh, what was the one? Um, uh, where they're killing people. Yeah, they like choose the paths. Uh, um, in the snow until dawn. Yes, until yeah. dawn. Yeah, um, I'm terrible. I will say today. she she has been gaming though. She's she's really excited to have a gaming PC because now she can play her Sims. So <laughs> what, was that, what was that other one? Hard rain or heavy rain? Heavy rain. Taylor replayed that recently. She loves yeah, that. They game. did that, and they also did the one with, um, gosh, the one who had like a like a ghost following her around or something. Oh, uh, yeah, it had Ellen, uh, Ellen Page was the main character. Yeah, uh, I can't think of that. We were playing that a little bit, but I lost interest. That in was it. like a free game of the month just Shit. a few months ago. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Yeah, but... Um, same same people, though, I think, Quantic Dreams. But. Yeah, exactly. They, they do a great job. Cool. Should we... Yeah. You got anything else you want to get... I was going to say I had a little bit of news. Should we talk about some news? Yeah, let's do it. Has anything? And just um, PSA... There's a, there's actually an Xbox sale going on right now. It's going on just for a few more days till the 30th, and it's like 30, no, 50% off or more, on a lot of games. So nice. You can check that out if you guys out there have a guys and gals have Xbox Live. Some good deals. Cool. Boom. All right, you want to move into some news? News. <laughs> 
does anybody have a hundred million dollars to fork out? Are we talking like gaming bucks or monopoly (laughs) money or talking about the real deal? Holyfield because Nintendo is suing uh, for over one hundred million to your lips, one hundred million dollars for ROMs. Uh, The lawsuit is against uh, Love ROMs and uh, Love Retro, uh, both websites um, that are. Basically, just I mean, they've been out there for a while, and you can go on there and and play all these Nintendo uh, ROMs on there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the funny thing about this whole lawsuit is that Nintendo's going after them. They're claiming that they are infringing on copyright and trademark infringements. Um, that the ROM sites are operating without you know and using these trademarks without their permission. Nintendo is seeking one hundred and fifty thousand per Nintendo game and up to two million per trademark being infringed upon, which is crazy ridiculous. When you add it all up, it's a little over a hundred million, or somewhere in that range, uh, give or take. So they're going after players that play they're going after the guy who runs the sites. Okay. This guy and and they're probably let's, let's be honest, they're not they're not going to get that money. Like who has that unless you're like a giant corporation to just cough that up in court or something like that. True. So even if they were to like do that. Uh, what I think is going to happen is, though, is what they ultimately is what their goal is, is just to get the person, get this shut down. Yeah. Because I guess Love Rom's website receives anywhere upward of about 17 million visitors per month or something oh, like that. Wow. Like something crazy like that, where they're getting a lot of traffic. So that got Nintendo's attention because if you, if you think about it, these Rom sites have been around for years. Like, and no, Nintendo hasn't batted an eye at it. Mm-hmm. So it raises two questions. One, why the hell do they care now? Is it because of the traffic? Is it because they have something, you know, in the wings for themselves that they're ready, ready to drop on them, everybody? And this, these guys are going to be competing with them on their own IPs. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping it's more the latter. You know what I mean? Like maybe they're ready to launch like not a virtual console because I mean that whole term has been has been axed already. But maybe they're thinking about putting that stuff on the Switch or maybe making their own website where you can go and do the ROMs. I mean, if they're sitting on all these IPs and not doing anything with them. People want this shit. This is clear and, and present that people want it. If they have 17 million visitors a month on these sites, make your own fucking shit and let everybody play it. And this give it, charge us five bucks a month or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think they just don't want other people doing it. It's their property. Well, right. So. I mean, no matter what, at the end of the day, they have a right to do this. Oh, absolutely. It seems a little, a little outlandish how much they're asking and everything. But I think ultimately they're going to get the goal done, which is get them shut down. But yeah. it raises the question, like, why now, though? Like, they've been letting them do it for this long. Why all of a sudden do they care now? Mm, if, if, yeah, it's a, something if it's that must big have a deal. So knows. I don't know. Well, yeah. it'd be nice if they opened up their own site. And, you know, like you were exactly. saying, just charge five bucks a month or something to play these old ROMs. And, hey, everybody's happy. Yeah. I mean, and they pe- make some money. People have been shoving this stuff into, like, Raspberry Pis and onto, like, you know, the mini SNES and the mini NES and all that stuff. People have been, like, hacking all this stuff and putting their own ROMs in. I mean, people have ROMs on their phones. People have ROMs on their PCs. Uh, they could clean up if they just harnessed this stuff and then did something meaningful with it all. They have mm-hmm. all these properties. Do something with it. Right. Sure. I don't know. It, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I get it, and it's their right to do this, but that's a lot of fucking money yeah, <laughs> for somebody is. who's probably... I don't even know how much this guy's pulling in off this stuff, uh, if he's yeah. pulling anything in I at all. I doubt it's anywhere near that. Hell no. He'd be done. Um, and then uh, I had one other thing, and I'm not sure if you guys had anything um, with this as well, but um, there's been reports... Uh, have leaked that uh, the next-gen Xbox will have two versions, um, and the code name, as some people already know, is going to be Scarlet. 
So Xbox Scarlet, as of right now, that will probably change once the actual console releases. They're saying around 2020, so in about two years. Um, one will be a traditional console, and the other one will be uh, possibly possibly be a streaming console. So you won't have an actual console sitting there. You're going to be streaming it kind of like Netflix-style, Hulu-style uh, um, that not, kind of thing. Not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, but I, I don't but we'll see. care for it either necessarily, but at least they're offering you both ID, both of them. Yeah, rather as long than, as they're both going to be there? Yeah. Because what if you live in a place where you don't get good speed like uh, like our friend Michael? Mm-hmm. You're going to end up having trouble streaming stuff. So at least if you have something where you can download it right. and then play it. It definitely raises concerns because if you if you were to look into the numbers, man, like... There's a huge chunk of people in the world, not just in the U.S., but in the world in general, that have, like, shitty internet. Well, and I'm afraid that actually the or largest no chunk internet. is here in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Because there are places, like, in far-out areas where it just, isn't make any, it just doesn't make any sense for these big telecommunication companies to put out lines, mm. you know, towers and whatever else it is they need. Right. Uh, especially fiber optics, while in a lot of European countries, it's like just part of their infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Even places that are kind of far out have great internet. But here, my parents right. live out in California, and they can't even get any inter- internet where they are. That's crazy. They, like, uh, they have to do like Verizon, and it's crap right. where they live. So, Well, I mean, I, I admire them, once again, just like at the beginning of this console generation, trying to kind of go, trying to to turn the needle in the direction that the future is going to be heading into anyway, but just, I don't think we're there yet, though. Yeah, like I'm they're ahead so of sure. the curve on this, and I, I think they're going to get some. To avoid a lot of backlash, they they put both out. That Where would probably last be console, best. This 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 current cycle, they didn't do that initially. They tried to shoehorn it in there, like, "Hey, we're ready. Are you ready?" And everyone's <laughs> like, "Fuck you. No, we're not." Right. But um, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. So. Along with that, though, the streaming box, I feel like, is going to set a lot of pressure on the client side of things. So it would definitely bring... So they're saying the price would drop for that version because there's no hardware to really give you or sell you necessarily. Maybe a smaller box that you, you know, attach to your TV or something like that. So we bring the price way down. So the other issue I'm thinking of, along with the Internet stuff in general, is just that, well, how reliable is the connection going to be? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like latency and the inevitable decrease in graphics, possibly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing if you have great internet, but what if I have a good internet connection and the latency sucks and there's decreases in the graphics? Like, I'm a graphics whore, too. Yeah. For the most part. I want that shit to look good. I paid money, good money for a 4K TV, and then I'm playing this for lesser money to bring, mm-hmm. to get the, you know, to, for the price of entry to get the console to my home and stream stuff. But now I can't get 4K on some of the games or it's lagging behind in some ways because I'm relying on this, you know what I mean? Yeah. On their end to uphold the structure. A lot of times it's the weakest the link. So if it's the weakest link of something you have, like it, mm-hmm. it's affected by your television or by something that you are attaching your, your um, streaming box to, then you know, you're not going to get as good of a like, product as some other, somebody else who has a better television or whatever else might be taken into consideration yeah. in this whole streaming process. I could see myself being like tempted to try the streaming version and then get it home and then after a couple months of playing it, like playing something online with the friends and whatnot and then running into like the, the unforeseen issues, I could see myself being really having some buyer's remorse. Like I wish I just got a regular ass console, put yeah. it in my fucking entertainment center and then just roll out with it and I'm good. 
call it a day. This is how it's always been. This is how it is. Because that's going to be the hard curve turn mm-hmm. or whatever that they're going to be hit running into going forward. At some point, someone's going to push us through that barrier, but it's going to be a hard ass turn to you get know, everybody to go on with it. At, at first, when we got to the current generation, I was not so happy about digital downloads. Now it's like my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I love digital downloads. It's but grown on me as well. But um, streaming would be different because then if you're offline, you can't play them. Where if you've at least you know downloaded them and you've played it at least one time, then the DRM is already in effect. And then if you're offline, for whatever reason, the, com- the um, console knows that that it already is yours, you, that mm-hmm. you have the license to play it, and you can play them offline. Absolutely. But, well, streaming will only work wh- as long as you have a, a good internet connection. So mm. out here in the Midwest, you get crappy weather, and goodbye streaming. Right. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I do like the idea that they're at least trying to do this, and but still giving you the option for the traditional stuff, because in most situations with technology and just the way that, that things work, if as long as somebody makes the first step to like put something out there and, and take the brunt of that, whether it be good or bad, um, somebody else is going to come along and find a better way to do it. And somebody else yeah. is going to come along and find a better way to do that. And they're going to start to, things are going to get better. Like cell phones got better. PCs got better because people, you know, companies took chances on a few things here and there. And somebody else picked up that ball and said, hey, we can do this better check out what we got over here and that's where companies compete and they and we always win the consumer yeah, yeah. typically wins oh i, have, when companies I agree compete so hopefully somebody else sees this maybe nintendo decides to get on board or sony does the same thing at some point and they do it better and then of yeah. course microsoft to do theirs better and so on and well, so forth you got to take a risk to yeah you know bring progress i admire it's it but i don't know <laughs> i'm not 100 percent sure how that's going to play out but Agreed. I guess we'll see. You got anything? Uh, yeah, something that I was reading. Marvel Ultimate Alliance games are mm. delisted. They're no longer available. And they what? were on sale. They were on just on sale like a couple of days ago. Yep, they were on sale on the Xbox Live. Hmm. Um, apparently, they're no longer on sale. Activision decided to just remove them all. Why? Hmm. Did they say why? Um, anything in there? Because yeah. I know, like, uh, like okay, they put them out there, and at first they wanted like forty, like forty bucks for each one or something like that for both of them, like yeah. eighty bucks total. And and I then was it was like, like eh. fifteen. So yeah, they're it's on too they're much for now. Ultimate Alliance. Like it right? says for three sixty, no doubt. You know what yeah. I mean? So you're playing it like it's not even like upgraded graphics or anything like that. But it is backwards compatible, or no, no, I actually think they brought it yeah. to the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One, but they didn't actually upgrade anything. It says Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, action RPGs featuring huge casts of Marvel characters, have been delisted from digital distribution services suddenly and without warning from the publisher Activision. Hmm. Hmm. So it, they didn't really give any reason. I it's mean, nuts. if you already own those on 360, since they're backwards oh, you compatible, can still you can use play them. it. Yeah. Well, even if you've downloaded the newer version, you can still play them as long as you've already paid for them before they were removed. Gotcha. Still, that's kind of weird that they would just pluck them out because they just put them on sale. Maybe that's why they dropped the sale, dropped them on sale to try to, like, let everybody like get their fill of them and download them real quick. And they're like, "All right, that's it. We're done now." We, you know, we're, unless it's we're Disney was like, that. "Nope, take that off." Maybe those games are a lot of fun though. Back when I played them, I played through both of them. Oh yeah, Taylor. yeah. No, I agree. We had a good time with those. Fifteen bucks a piece wasn't bad. I was very tempted to, pl- to hit the button on that, but I knew I wouldn't play them. Just have them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is true. I, I know. I know myself by this point. It's got to be honest with myself. But yeah. um, have you guys heard about this No Man's Sky next thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Caleb Bradlinger is pretty pretty stoked about it. I I don't know I, how I feel about it. Honestly, I think it's awesome. But I 
can't justify buying it again for 50 bucks when I already have it downloaded on PS4. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw it on the Steam store. It's 60 fucking dollars for No Man's Sky. Fuck that, man. Yeah. I found it in like a $14 bin at a video game store not too long ago. But this version is not the previous version. This they've been, well, it's they've upgraded. Been, they've been upgrading stuff over the last, what, year and a half, almost two years. And this is basically the No Man's Sky we all should have received when it first initially dropped. So what's so new? Is it just combat, like dogfights and stuff? Well, there ha- there was already, but they've um, they've improved the graphics, the sh- the shading. They've improved um, particle effects. They've they've added multiplayer. Um, so your friends can come in. You guys can play co-op, and your friends can also shoot you and take your shit. So it's so let me ask you this, because I've heard a lot of video games, or I know a lot of video games. A lot of my favorite games. I didn't start playing them until the third or fourth edition. So Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4 were when things really picked up. Do you think No Man's Sky is eventually going to be one of those games where No Man's Sky 2 or 3 might be something really worthwhile and cool and good playing? If they go to if they go there then maybe. Uh, I feel like cuz I feel like it's a really interesting concept. I just feel like the first game definitely was not there. Um, well, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of cool stuff as far as like the way the sky looks, the the planets. But when you get on them, they're basically all the same as far as one's poisonous, one's hot. It's yeah. It's practically the same thing. It's just a different type of damage that you take. And yeah, I don't know. There's there are a lot of things that they kind of let us down. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, <laughs> a lot of things. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like eventually, I don't know. I don't know if they'll ever come out with a sequel or if they'll keep just trying to expand on this game. You know, I feel like it would be better just to try and remake, let's make No Man's Sky 2 and make it a better game and maybe add a story and, you know. I may go back and try the update, but I wouldn't go and buy it again. Yeah, I mean, Caleb I, lent it to me, and I still never played it. So. I want to try the updates. I mean, like I yeah. said, like you were saying, they're, they're, they've added a lot of different stuff where you can build your own bases now. You can share them with other people. You can see your your character in third person. You can actually customize your character, his looks, so you can see them since you're in third person now. You want to be able to see the cool outfit you just made for yourself. Right. So you can do that. You can now join up with your friends and actually see them, which also adds to the whole third person customizing mm-hmm. your character yeah. stuff. Um. They've done a lot of overhauling with that stuff and really blowing it out to the point that this game is getting a lot of buzz once again and <laughs> to probably to their uh, to their pleasure and also a little bit of their nervousness, uh, they've been a little nervous about that because they're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's really good. I hope you guys really like it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're kind of like, you know, um, that's kind of the vibe I got when I'm reading yeah. reviews and stuff and just hearing some some um, some quotes from the uh, the team working on it and everything. But. Well, there was a guy that started a new game, and uh, you basically when you start a new game, you start off on like a a deserted a deserted planet, or you know some planet that's toxic or freezing cold or whatever, and then you have to fix your ship. And this one guy, I think he was on um, uh, what is it, Game Informer's website. He said that when he tried to build his ship, one of the materials he needed was not on the planet. That sucks. So it's like, well, that means you can't progress. You can't leave the planet because you can't fix your ship. So mm-hmm. a bug must have somehow slipped in there. Because I hadn't heard that other people were having that problem, but this one guy did. Oh wow! So yeah, my buddy Matt Lon uh, at work. He uh, any chance he gets, he he like he is is he's in my ear about this game because he loves it so much and he's put so much time into it. And that's awesome because as long as you can find something that you enjoy playing, 
sing its praises, man. You yeah, know people mean? that like this game really like it. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and people that hate this game really hate he's it. He's playing Elite Dangerous as well, so he's getting like his feel of like space combat and all that stuff. So yeah, they, They've added uh, rings around planets and stuff here now. Um, they've oh, added cool. a bunch of new um, special effects, improved mm. the graphics, as I mentioned before. I really enjoyed it at first. I must have played 50 hours. And then you and me I just, both. Yeah. It was very relaxing. It was very relaxing, exactly. It put me to sleep sometimes. And then <laughs> I kind of dropped off as I kind of got irritated with some of the problems. And then mm-hmm. I know that they fixed them, but I just haven't ever gotten a chance to go back to try and see okay. how it nice. is. Yeah. Cool. <sighs> well, that's well, all I, I have. That's all you got? Okay. Well, let's move on and talk about some, some of the, our favorite games of E3 real quick, and then we can get ready to wrap up. All right, cool. E3 happened like what a month ago? About a month, a little over a month ago, a month and a half ago. Half, it feels yeah. like it just happened. It was like what June tenth, June twelfth, twelfth, fourteenth, or something yeah, like that, somewhere. or tenth through the twelfth. But um, it was like crazy because all the anticipation was leading up to E3. It's like okay, we're for E3, I can't wait for E3, and then it just boom, it just blew through and it was yeah. done. It was over so fast. And now we're like looking forward to like fall games and E3 next year. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of games. <laughs> I was surprised by how many games they were talking about won't be coming out until 2019 and 2020. Yeah, like February of next year. Which a lot is of fine. Them. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'd rather they be done and, and uh, with mm. as few bugs as possible. Yeah, I don't want any bullshit. Like, if you, if, there's nothing worse than being like super excited for something that you are looking forward to only to have it be a letdown. <coughs> Mess just and crash. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I had something in my throat. Mass <laughs> Effect but um, yeah, <laughs> it's just one of those things, though. It's like I, I like we say it all the time. I don't, I, I I want the game, whatever that may be, Red Dead Redemption Two or Cyberpunk or so whatever. But just finish it. Yeah. Do it. Do it justice. Take as long as you need to. Let it bake in the oven and give it, give it to me hot and fresh. Don't give me that shit before it's like cooked all the way through. I don't yeah. Worry. Yeah. We get enough of those, and uh, yeah, they're, they're painful. So with that said. What were well, what was one of the, your favorite games of, of E3 that you, you, when you heard about it, like, okay, finally they're, get, they're putting a date on this or they're actually talking about this and saying what, that's going to come out next year or whatever. What was one that really got, got, you, got, got you going? Well, Cyberpunk 2077 was pretty mm-hmm. exciting, although they didn't tell us anything about how long we'd be waiting before it released. <laughs> although they did emphatically tell us that it will be running on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Um but I imagine if you want the best version, you're going to have to get the next Xbox or whatever. Dude, I'm hoping they hold off on that and just like just just kick ass with the how with 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 development on that thing and just keep adding stuff and adding stuff to it and just hit a home run on it and then just have it be like a launch title for like the new Xbox. There's a problem with that though because there's usually not a huge um amount of uh, early adopters, so gotcha. then they lose money. So if they put it like on two both versions, those, maybe, maybe two versions. Yeah, but, or make the or or send off this console generation as like it's like uh, what's it swan song, mm-hmm. send it off. <laughs> yeah, like they did with um, style. What was it? Um, 
Grand Theft Auto Five and Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Five. They both came out at the end, and they were just amazing. Yeah. It was like, I can't believe this console can do this. Yeah, because so. it's the end of the cycle, and and you've had eight years or seven years or whatever it was. You know, sometimes in the past it was ten years cycles, but you had that much time to like finally unlock all the goodness inside of the console. Yeah. Where in the beginning games would look good compared to the previous one. But it's like it's so early that it wouldn't be it wouldn't look as good as as but it does by the end. You're like, holy yeah. shit, look at the games in the beginning of the Xbox One cycle and the PS4 and look at the games now. Yeah. Like there's a there's a big difference. Well, there's a lot that they didn't tell us and there was a lot they didn't show us. They showed stuff to the press, but it was like a pre alpha build. So I'm mm-hmm. my guess would be we're gonna wait till twenty twenty before that comes out at the earliest. Right. Because if it's pre alpha it means they they finished some areas, but they still have a lot of work to do. Yeah. But at least they have a running engine and um, a system, mm-hmm. you know, so that's so that's part of the hard part. Definitely check out Cyberpunk 2077 if you didn't really watch E3 coverage and that wasn't your thing, but you are still interested in what new things are coming out and what to keep your eye on. Keep your eye on that one. Look up some, some video on it. They didn't really show any gameplay or anything like that. There was I was behind closed doors. Maybe some stuff out there now, possibly, but... Um, it's the guys that are behind that were behind The Witcher Three, CD Projekt Red. Uh, they're the ones working on it, so it's in good hands. It's going to be an open world role playing game set in 2077, and it's going to have a, a huge cyberpunk, 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 that too, 80s feel to it. It's going to be pretty cool. Sex, guns, rock and roll, the whole nine. Not to get cliche on you, but that's pretty much what the fuck it is. So yeah, uh, check that out. My personal pick, and I know you're going to be excited about it too, my personal pick for a game that I'm super looking forward to is going to be Resident Evil 2 Oh, re- absolutely. That absolutely. game looks amazing. It like, looks incredible. There is footage on YouTube where you can watch like the first 20 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. And if anybody out, if there's anybody out there who played Resident Evil 2 on the PS2, I believe it was, was it PS2? Yeah, the, yeah PS2. It. If you played that on PS2 and you know about the game and you played it, you're going to be so fucking jazzed. Check it out. Uh, they upgraded the graphics like tenfold. It well, looks they rebuilt amazing. It basically. Yeah, from the ground up. They made Leon look look a lot younger and more like clean shaven and more worried. Like it's supposed to be his first day on the fucking job. Yeah. And then he comes in and boom, zombie outbreak. <laughs> and he's just a rookie, you know. Shit ha- hits the fan. Yeah. So it's cool how they remade, uh, redid his face and everything to make him look a lot younger. And immediately, if you if you're watching like a stream of it or anything like that online, is to get a look at the first twenty minutes. You remember the shit from the first, from the original game, and like the police station and the liquors and all that stuff. It all comes back to you. It mm-hmm. looks so good. It looks incredible. Um, what's another game? Uh, Rage Five one? actually looks interesting. I which one? Rage Five. Rage. I mean, ra- I'm sorry, Rage. I was like, two. they got five of them already. Two. I'm sorry. Hello. I'm very special. Rage Two. I meant um, mm-hmm. when I first saw the. The, the first like teaser trailer for it, I was mm-hmm. thinking, eh, I don't know what to think about this. It looks kind of over the top, kind of crazy. But then I watched some gameplay at uh, E3, and it looks, it looks, it still looks crazy, but and over the top. But it looks like you have this sandbox, and they give you all these toys to play with, and just the the kind of destruction you can cause, blowing people's legs off and arms off, and I mean they're like all all these types of crazy. Um, mutants that are attacking you and mm-hmm. things flying down from space and I don't know it just it looked like a lot of fun it looks like Mad Max on crack yes like yes. or on speed even maybe yeah maybe you, both. I don't know <laughs> anyone who hasn't checked it out you should go online and, and see some I love videos speed crack it's looks, great. looks crazy 
Uh, I can't wait for that. Another one that I am extremely excited for, and it's probably a, I mean, it's a given. The Last of Us Part Two. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched a video of that that was announced at E3. It mm-hmm. was the it's the video the trailer where Ellie is at a dance and she has this romantic um, conversation with um, a female uh, character that she's interested in or interested in her or whatever they have a relationship. And then the girl is like, they should be very afraid of you. Like, they're talking about the, the boys being jealous and all this stuff. And then the kind of the camera goes behind Ellie's head. And when it comes around the other side, it shows her, because before it goes behind her head, it shows her giving this girl a kiss. And then it goes around her head, and then it shows her sticking a knife into a guy's neck, like a brutal moment. Yeah. So it transitions perfectly into that and shows the brutality. And she kind of goes on this little killing spree of taking out these guys uh, systematically in the bushes and stuff and everything. And then it goes yeah. back to the to the heartfelt moment at the dance of her and the girl kissing and all this stuff. And also pretty cool that they're like giving her her due as a as a, a lesbian character, too. You yeah, know what I mean, so yeah, that's, it, it that's and making, that, which and is making awesome. her the main character too Damn this right. time instead of just a sidekick. You don't see a lot of that in it's video about games. time, man. Like they need to start doing more stuff like this. So it's, it just and it really recaptures the brutality of the first game. Oh which God, is incredible! Yes. But it but it ramps it up, like yeah. times one hundred or like, something. Did, like, <laughs> what was your reaction when when she's hiding in the bushes during the trailer and they see that guy hanging up, like you know he's he's hanging up there. And they just cut his guts out. Like they slit his stomach. You see the guts fall out. Yeah. It wasn't a close up or anything, but you were just like, shit. You knew what yeah, was going it was going on. That was pretty on point. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> like, it's what I expect from this type of game. Definitely right. looking forward to that. Hell yeah. How about the ghost of Tsushima? That was a good one. Yeah, I liked it. I was really happy to see some gameplay on that one. It looks really cool. I find the Japanese history to be, especially during that time, the feudal Japan, to be very, mm-hmm. very interesting. This should sure. be cool. Um, I'm gonna tie two together because I'm gonna run out of time. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out Spider-Man for obvious reasons. Oh, it yes. looks amazing, balls. Uh, the open world is gonna be sweet. They have absolutely nailed the web swinging, which is what everybody was concerned about. Oh hell yeah! It looks a little bit like some Batman Arkham, you know, Asylum type stuff yeah. as far as like the combat and everything. So I mean, if you can look past that and say, okay, it's the same stuff, cool. But it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. I think oh, I'm going to yeah. spend so much time swinging around, just doing my thing, and mm-hmm. not even doing missions, just fucking around. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, it the looks parkour great. and everything. Um, the other one I want to toss in with that, just to kind of cut back on time real fast, uh, I wanted to bring up... Where'd it go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Ah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, That's for Jose, I was going to say that one. That's for you, Jose. I know you like Assassin's yeah, Creed. You, me too. You Assassin's Creed whore, you. I bought the, um, the other one again and playing it yeah. on the xbox i haven't finished it i saw you've been playing it and seeing that you've been playing it has been making me put my disc back in well i bought the disc. um the pharaohs <laughs> dlc <laughs> the pharaohs yeah. dlc where you I'm fight terrible. undead and like giant scorpio uh-huh. scorpions and stuff sure yeah. but yeah I, i'm so looking it forward looks to this so good have you watched any gameplay footage of yes. it? yes like, it looks amazing i was watching to give a shout out to rad brad um he is pretty good streamer on youtube that that does a phenomenal job with his videos just want to shout him out he uh actually did like a 20 minute walkthrough of like the first one like at the beginning of the game and he picked like a female character because you mm-hmm. can be ma- male or female yeah you can customize a lot more in this one hair outfits all that stuff and then there's dialogue stuff that mm-hmm. you can choose things along what you want to say and how you want to pursue things like relationships that. and stuff so that's, that's awesome that's a new addition um but also just the um 
the way you can choose what paths you want to go throughout the game. There's going to be more RPG elements to this, as yeah. far as I understood. And your, your, your outfits and pieces that you're putting together, like your armor and things like that, plays more of a role in this one now. Yeah. So you are know? you the child of Leonidas? I don't I, know. It's my understanding that, that, exactly. that you were related to Leonidas in this, which would, which would explain how you get his assassin blade. Mm. And then maybe, maybe this is kind of a theory I have, that you will have to fight Xerxes. Because okay. Xerxes did outlive Leonidas, but he was killed by Xerxes, by Leonidas' blade, hmm. according to the third game. Uh, I'm not all for the third it. game, Origins, I mean. I'm all for it then, dude. Yeah, Either way. It'd be, it'd be nice if that happens. It'd be cool to fight the nine-foot-tall Xerxes. Yeah, Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is going to be really good. And it, it looks like it's right on the coattails of Assassin's Creed Origins with that whole system still, even like the... Um, the, the UI and everything looks like they just plucked it and just rolled the right over into this, which is fine, whatever. And normally I'd want to um, wait longer, like like you had said. But, yeah. But I'm okay with this because um, ancient Greece, yeah, hell yeah, this would be cool. I, I kind of wish they would have waited a little bit longer, like, you know, given the, the two-year cycle again, but uh, whatever. Maybe after this they'll take a break or something like that. Maybe they got something in the wings. Maybe they're going to start doing a, a Call of Duty style where there's a couple studios working on stuff. Um, from what I from what I heard though, they were working on this, like, what when when Origins already had already come out, they were already working on this when Origins came out even mm-hmm. before that. So they, yeah. I don't know if they're working on them simultaneously, yeah. or what? Because they look a lot alike in a, in a lot of ways. This one yeah. just looks a lot more, you know, a lot more. Uh, I don't know. Better graphics looks like a little more updated than Origins mm-hmm. would be like an Origins two like one point five or something. Sure. Or two point oh. I don't know. Looks pretty sweet, either way. That's my other one. Uh, There's a lot of other ones. I mean, there's great honorable mentions. You know, Forza Horizon Four, Neo Cab is like a a um, an indie type game. um, That one looks great. Look that one up. There's a demo for that as well. Anthem, of course, we've been talking about that. Anthem looks interesting. I'm keep. I'm trying to be um, um, cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Metro Exodus. I mean, so. I don't know. Check out those, but those are just a couple of the ones we're super excited for. My number one that I'm excited for has got to be Resident Evil 2 Remake. Um, even though Cyberpunk's going to be pretty fucking sweet. It's but out. who knows when that'll come out. Two years out, probably. Yeah. yeah. But so Resident Evil and Remake Spider-Man. comes out. Spider-Man is in September. Resident Evil Remake. Resident Evil 2 Remake comes January? out in January. So yeah. not too far off. January. So like Resident Evil 7. I think exactly. that came out in January. Yes, it's running off that same engine. So that that game was gorgeous. Yes. So to have them pluck that tech and put it in the the old school game, I hope they do that with more games. What what if they did that with more old school games like that? Like games that you played the shit out of. That would be so, so sweet. I beat Resident Evil 2 so many times on the PS2. You know, I never played Resident Evil 2. I played uh, Resident Evil 2 Code Veronica. Oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah. Because you get to play as both characters. You can play as Claire, which is Chris Redfield's sister. Mm -hmm. And then you also play as Leon Kennedy. Yeah. As a rookie. Yeah, I've I've seen the the videos. It looks so awesome. And I think if you pre order like the bigger packages and stuff like that, they're gonna you can get some retro skins and whatnot too. So I know back in the day if you beat the game in under three hours or something like that, you unlocked all some special skins and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I did that a couple of (sighs) times. That shit was hard. But yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. So that's just a couple of things. I know that everybody's probably been talking about all that stuff, but we just want to throw them out there for, from our own personal perspectives. Hell yeah. And with that said, does anybody have anything else to add before we go ahead and put a bow on this bitch? Nope, I got nothing. Ben, you've been 
mighty quiet this last bit. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not as up on some of the E3 <laughs> stuff. I was. I was a little preoccupied while that was happening. So no, no, you're good. Are you gonna? Are you gonna fuck with Spider Man when it comes? Oh out, yeah, please? for sure. For yeah, sure. I was say if you don't fuck, you don't mess with that. Something's wrong with you. Oh, no, I, I'll be on top of it for sure. <laughs> I had one small thing. Um, yeah. That's not related to E3 or anything else, but it was on. Um, something just came out this last Wednesday for the PlayStation VR called Persistence. Mm-hmm. It's getting good reviews, and uh, it's a horror. It's a roguelike horse survival horror game. Mm-hmm. You're in space, and basically your ship is like trapped in the gravitational pull of a black hole. Oh wow! And you have to save the ship, start up the star drive, and escape, while lots of things are trying to stop you. Hmm. And you do have weapons and things, but uh, it's supposed to be really good. Eurogamer gave it a thumbs up, and they're usually really, really tough on their reviews. Well, cool. Nice. I'll check it out. Yeah, I might have to check that out. Thirty bucks. There you nice. go. And also, shout out, make sure you guys check out the new season of Orange is the New Black starts tonight. Or no, it started last night. So this weekend, basically. Something new for you to watch if you are into that show and you've been waiting for the new season. It just started up this weekend, so check that out. And uh, check out Warhammer Vermintide 2. Joel and I have been playing a lot of that. Yeah. It is a... uh, um, It's like Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead type you know, co-op game. But it was with uh, swords and sorcery, basically. Yeah. Check it out if you want. If you're looking for something co-op to play with your friends other than some Fortnite or some of that shit. It's a lot of fun. Very addicting. It's damn good. So other than that, people, uh, it's been awesome. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, if you want to reach out to the show, hit us up, as always, at glitchtherapy at gmail.com. If you want to reach out with any questions, concerns, comments, please try to keep it positive if you can. And let us know about any topics you want us to, to talk about in the show, or if you um, you know have suggestions, we're happy to listen to those. Thank you so much for supporting us. If you want to support us in a different way, other than just downloading and subscribing and all that stuff, uh, hit us up at Patreon.com/slash/GlitchTherapy. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show or make a one-time donation. Whatever you choose to do is always greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for your support. As I said before, please, 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 I can't stress it enough. Please subscribe, rate, and review. It's so easy for such a small action. It makes such a big, big help to us to help climb the charts and gain more listeners like yourselves that can uh, enjoy the show. And, uh, you know, we can continue to grow that way and, 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 you know, have a good time talking about the shit we enjoy, just like you. So please do that if you haven't done so. Shame on you, as Jose would, I would have him say. <laughs> but he's, I should have made you do it. Um, so do that. And uh, other than that, uh, where can we find everybody, Joel? Uh, you can find me on the Xbox and on the PlayStation under Scorpio1969 and yep. on uh, Twitter under JoelGow1. Boom. And I'm on uh, Twitter at Benzilla uh, and then, or hey Benzilla, and then I'm on the uh, Steam app at uh, Benzilla Destroy. There it is. Yep. Which, which Benzilla had three L's? Uh, neither of them now. Oh, okay, oh, neither one yeah. now. Changed okay, got it. Oh, well, there you go. Just want to make sure. Yep, no. Well, damn you and your L's. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow the podcast uh, at Glitch Therapy on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, a lot more heavier on the Instagram, more, more, than, more lately, I should say, overall. So otherwise, follow us on all those. Um, follow me at Nerdy Romando on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to hit me up on Xbox or PlayStation, play a game with me or with me and Joel or something like that or, or, or Ben, or just want to follow and see what I'm playing, that my uh, nine, but I'm doing a pull, a pull to Jose. That's great. <laughs> Jose, Jose uh, if you're listening, enjoy that, you asshole. Uh, Dirty Dimes is my gamer tag on Xbox and PlayStation, so hit me up. 
other than that, it's been awesome catching up with you guys after like almost a two month hiatus. Yeah. And uh, game on, guys. Game, game on. on.